good day to be indigenous. Get up, stand up. They are going to become more brutal. Cody Cook, Hidney Cook, because all the hippies are trying to be Indians anyway. They're going to become more repressive because it's a matter of dollars and their illusionary concepts of power. Hey, Victor. We must live in balance with the earth. And also with recent happenings at Wounded Knee. I am awake. Welcome to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Wakanja Hade. Hey, Kadagi, to all my friends and relatives in four directions. You're listening to Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake, and I'm your host, Robert Pilot. Hey, we discuss local and national Native news and events, and as you know, Haley, Native issues are human issues, and human issues are Native issues. You are right, Jega. This portion of the show is supported by Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon, supporting honest Native news stories and events from Natives themselves, Native Ritz Radio Network on Patreon. Hey, Pinigigi, everyone, for uh, keeping us. Uh, uh, if you look in a way to support us and you can't earn in town or whatever to support our sponsors and uh, call them, uh, Patreon's a good way to uh, sponsor us in a direct way. We really appreciate over the years all the people that have uh, supported us. Hey, uh, Haley, we got Dr. Stately on a little later here, CEO of Native American Community Clinic, and then. Uh, after that, Wendy Pilot's going to be talking uh, about our sacred animal segment, which she does. And she has probably a little, uh, we cut her off a little bit last Friday, so she probably has a little more Fun Fact Friday to bring in. Yes, I know. We're always excited to have Dr. Anthony Stately on from NAC and give us our good uh, healthcare updates along with our COVID updates. And Wendy, she's so fun, as always. <laughs> I just love her animal segments. Hey, uh are sacred animals. Hey, uh, so a year ago, or I should say seven years ago, which uh, the birth of Native Ritz Radio was happening, we were in Standing Rock uh, during Thanksgiving week. And then uh, on December 4th, 2016, I was on CARE 11, and I just want to play that spot and then talk about a little bit about the the Oedipus of this show and how this show started. But uh Let's just take a quick listen and see if I am coherent at all on this uh, CARE 11 TV spot. The Dakota Access Pipeline has come to a halt. The Army Corps of Engineers will consider different routes, saying it would be best accomplished through an environmental impact statement. Very cautiously optimistic. Uh, optimistic that it's stopped right now, but cautious because of the, what can be... Um, what the future might hold. Robert Pilot of St. Paul made three trips to Standing Rock and says moving forward, he hopes for more transparency. In a statement, the Army Corps said the EIS would include, quote, full public input and analysis. We have a new president coming in, and uh, so this may be short-lived. Last week, the Associated Press reported Trump supported the completion of the Dakota Access Pipeline based on policy, not investments, according to an AIDS memo. According to multiple reports, Trump owned stocking companies associated with the building of the pipeline. House Speaker Paul Ryan tweeted his reaction saying, quote, this is big government decision making at its worst. And while we don't have an exact timeline, the EIS process could go on for months. Heidi Wendell, Carol 11 News. Yeah, um, so if you caught that, uh, Obama stopped the Dakota Access Pipeline, and then as soon as Trump came in, the second day he was in, started it up again. Oh, my goodness. Just an absolute nightmare of a lot of things Trump has done. Yeah, um, and uh, he's he's telling us, uh, he's signaling uh, very coherently what he will do when he becomes president, and again... Uh, total red alert. <laughs> he's he's not hiding any of his racism or any uh, putting people in jail, going after media like you, Haley, and me. And uh, um, so we have to do everything we can do to uh, not make, let, make that happen. And uh, yeah. voting for Biden would be the first place to start, I think. Right. And this was an article as of October 24th, this past October. Um, Biden administration must redo its assessment of the Dakota Access Pipeline. And I think that's exactly what we need. You know, I'm not sure if they did follow through with another assessment. Uh, we know that the pipeline did go in. Um, but we also know that as as of now, it is currently leaking, right? Yeah. 
definitely. And pipe pipes do leak, and pipelines do leak. That's one thing you you know for sure, consistently. Also, we had a victory up north here with uh, with the copper mine and copper mine, and we're really grateful for that. The DNR finally did something good and uh, denied uh, this copper. You know, up in the place where you love, Haley, up in the Boundaries Waters, you know, they want to pollute that area, too. Uh, You know, our Great Lakes are just the biggest source of our fresh water. And putting anything hazardous or toxic near them, how I don't understand how anyone could think that that, that's a good idea. Um, But then again, you know, people like that who want to do things, all they care about is the profit over people. Um, And that's never good. You know, it was fun, too. Let's uh, switch subjects here a little bit before uh, we uh, end the segment. One of the things we went to see uh, your cousin and my uh, Hinu uh, in a play this past weekend or this past Friday mm-hmm. and uh, right after the show. And it was fun to hang out. And uh, we went and saw the play. And it was uh, very awesome. Roya was in it. She was a, a police officer with a lot of comedy and uh it was just a lot of fun, and I can't wait to go see it again. It was so amazing, and I don't know if we'll talk about this with Wendy, too, because Wendy came. Yeah. But, yeah, we went and saw A Christmas in Ochapi, uh, and this was a new Native Theater production, but it was actually playing at the Red Eye Theater off of Snelling there in Minneapolis. A Christmas in Ochapi is uh, actually written by Mont- Montana Cypress, who is Mikasuki, and directed by Julia Rosa Sosa. Um, so this play, A Christmas in Ochapi, runs through December or er, November 29th through December 17th. And tickets are pay what you can. So definitely make sure you go see this fun comedy uh, down that takes place down in the Everglades about a Native family. And it's it's hilarious. So definitely go check it out. Not to be a spoiler, but it was really funny because uh, Wendy's a vegan and... Uh Jalisa plays a vegan in the a, a vegan in this show, and that was just a, an inside joke. Pretty funny for us. To hear. It was, yeah. They had really great everything about the production, from the the casting to the lighting to the sound effects. Mm-hmm. The special effects was just so spot on altogether. It was a really great production, and bravo to not only the cast but everyone who helped put that together because i know production for any type is is a lot there's a lot that goes into it so that's new native theater look it up and uh also uh we'll probably have somebody on this week too talking about about the play again and uh and it's funny i i will go see it again because there was a lot of things being old that i missed there was a lot of fun, inside jokes and fun jokes but all in all, it was a great night. No, uh, they didn't have a, um, uh, what is it called, uh, uh, intermission. It just went no. the whole time, and that was pretty awesome, too. And uh, I was masked up because I was still getting over COVID, and uh, and uh, it, it was just really, really fun. So people get out there and see see them, and we'll probably let people know when we go again so we can all hang out from uh, – Native Roots Radio people that are listening to us. Oh. That would be fun. Yeah, so again, A Christmas No Chopey, uh, November 29th through December 17th, which seems like, you know, December 17th is coming up quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's no kidding. Hey, and then also, too, uh, this weekend, or I should say starting Thursday, we're going to be out in Shakopee with Native Roots Trading Post, and uh, yeah. Haley and I and Wendy will be out there uh, manning the store or personing the store, and uh, come on out and get one of those. The, the most popular thing we sold at the fair, and I think that's selling at the Dayton store, is the uh, Pink Floyd uh, t-shirts with the yeah. With the teepee, and uh, it's really cool, really basic design. But we got hoodies, T-shirts, uh, a purple rain dancer, and uh, a wild purple, rice too, right? Yeah, and our resist, and we got some paintings. We have thing, we have a lot of stuff. Same stuff. We'll have a lot of things there, and come out and see us there. That's in Shakopee, uh, right across from the big big casino out there <laughs> yeah and that'll be thursday through saturday there there's going to be a ton of vendors so a really great place to come do some christmas shopping exactly hey up next we got uh 
our friend uh, Dr. Stately and, uh, and then later uh, Wendy Pilot. You're listening to Native Roots Radio Presents I'm Awake's Monday version. Stay with us. If the statistics say that one in three Native women and one in six Native men have experienced sexual assault in their lifetime, it means our whole community is affected by sexual violence. One is too many. Don't stand by. Stand up. Don't engage in acts of sexual violence and shut down the dirty jokes, the gossip, the victim blaming and shaming. As a community, we can change the way we respond. Contact the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition to attend a workshop to learn more. Sponsored by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. As we gear up for the holidays, let's keep our friends, relatives, and elders protected from COVID-19. Even though the emergency declaration is over, COVID-19 is still a concern, especially for those with compromised immune systems. So when you get together this holiday season, opt for outdoor gatherings if weather permits or well-ventilated indoor spaces. And here's a tough one. If you're feeling unwell before your gathering, stay home. It may not be much fun, but it goes a long way towards keeping our cherished elders healthy. After your event, keep an eye on your health. Test if you notice symptoms. If you're traveling in crowded places like airports, put on a mask for that extra layer of protection. Let's make this holiday season the healthiest ever, securing a brighter future for our Native community. For more tips, visit health.state.mn.us. That's health.state.mn.us. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Hi, I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Ritz Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Native American Community Clinic on Franklin Avenue in Minneapolis, honoring hey. health and tradition. Yes, they do, and what a coincidence here. We have uh, the CEO of the Native American Community Clinic uh, of the Twin Cities, Minneapolis, Dr. Stately. And Dr. Stately, thank you so much for coming on and uh you know, really, uh, it was really, we've told the story a few times, but I just want to tell it real quick that we uh, we got a wreath from uh, you, from your boys playing uh, hockey, and I wasn't feeling up to par, and you uh, said, Why, have you taken a COVID test? And Wendy and I looked at each other, and it was like, what? what? And then we took it, and then I had it, and then we got... Um, uh, what is it? Vox, Vox, Vox Paxlovid. Paxlovid. And uh, my goodness, I was down for just one day, and I'm really grateful for uh, you stopping by. And I hope you didn't get COVID, but uh, stopping by and giving us uh, the heads up on both those things. We didn't even think about COVID. Yeah, we didn't think about COVID, so it was great to it was great to have. <laughs> and I'm not a professional lip reader. Can you not hear us? I don't know. Maybe Doctor Stately can't hear us. Can you hear us, Doctor Stately? I can now. Yeah, okay. some, it looks like somehow we got a little muted here on our uh, on our end here. At uh, well, did you hear the story I just said? No. I was just thanking you for coming over with the reef and uh giving us the idea for me to to uh, uh, to test to test for COVID and sure enough I had COVID and then uh, I really had only one day that was really bad and all the rest I was at 90% because of that drug you told us about. Oh yeah, Paxlovid. Yeah. 
I know I was telling everybody like, oh, I'm a miracle worker. I diagnosed him at his house with just standing in the doorway. It's <laughs> 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 like, wish everything was that simple. But no, I mean, you had the same symptoms I had. I was asking you questions. I was like, that's exactly how I felt. That's exactly my experience. So, yeah. I know. We have all, Wendy and I have all, all these kits and we're like, well, let's, let's use one and try it out. And uh, sure enough, it was like, oh, the two lines showed up. And I go, can I take the test again? And it's like, sure enough. And then I texted you and and uh, you were very humble in your response, if I remember correctly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, that's what they are there for. They're there for the test for you to test and take and <laughs> I, I have a little bit of a thing that I got over the weekend because I think one of my, my brother-in-law lives with us and he's staying with us temporarily and he is sick. And then I started kind of getting this thing in my throat, this little tickle in my throat, kind of like the symptoms you were talking about. So like, right. but I've already, I mean, I've had, I got COVID, I think again at the beginning of October or November, I can't remember. Like, I think it was the week before, the first week of November. And so I was like, well, I can't have it again, can I? But I went ahead and took a test anyway just to make sure because, like, you know, who knows? Nobody really knows. It's like I think, well, I mean, we do know. But, I mean, like, it's is it possible I could get, like, some other strain that wasn't the vaccination I just got wasn't effective for? So I went ahead and took it just to make sure. And it's not COVID, but it's, it's respiratory, and it mm. is making my voice sound, I think it's, I don't know, Hopefully, I don't sound dorky on the radio, but you know, well, you hopefully, know, I, I sound like Barry White, right? Like, a little know. bit with Barry Light, White uh, sucking a balloon uh, with helium in it, a little bit, but uh, Barry White sucking a balloon. Thank you. That's possibly the <laughs> nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> really regretting giving you that phone number to the Pax Lovett guy. Just kidding. <laughs> Shoot. What? Well, it was, it was and Wendy. Wendy was my doctor for uh, those uh, four days, and I mm-hmm. wanted to really act sick for an extra day or two, but uh, she, she caught me walking around whistling. So I guess that oh, only yeah. so long. Yeah. right, Wendy? Yeah, Wait, uh, yeah. you really got to play the part if you're going to make that thing happen. Yeah. Well, Wendy was. Uh, do you want to get put your headphones on? I think she's already told me that you're a big baby when you get sick. And so like, I just, I remember when I got sick, I didn't want, I just like close the door, keep the cats and everybody out of my house, just or out of my bedroom. I don't want to be bothered when I'm sick. I don't feel well. Well, I was moaning. So the dog knew I was sick too. So I was doing the the whole, whole nine yards. Dr. Stately, have you tried any traditional medicines to help with your throat? I know, like a good flat. I I'm, actually, I'm actually taking this stuff right now. So it's called. What is that? It's immune support. It's a botanical extract. It says, ain't, ain't time to get sick is the subtitle of it. Ain't and no time um, to get sick, Jack. Ain't no time to get sick. Elderberry, echinacea root, red root, ginger, Oregon, grape root. Grain alcohol and water. Oh, grain alcohol. Great. Just lost my sobriety there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just 40 proof. No problem. <laughs> Jeez. Only 38 years down the drain. <laughs> anyway, um, I, I jest. I jest. It's like, you know, yeah. Um, well, I want Wendy to grow that out in our front yard. Uh, uh, what is it? The Alderberry? Elderberry. elderberry elderberry yeah elderberry echinacea root this is all stuff you can get out so at a, a pocket area um like um and most of the stuff actually you can get online and order it online this is a um a botanical um extract and supplement that we sent to a, like all the elders when we were sending out elder kits to people oh. we're sick, so and I kept a jar for myself. I'm an elder, so I get to keep one. Right. Well, Wendy, how was it uh, taking care of me? Um, yeah, it was okay. You slept a lot, so that was good. But, like, I, you know, cooked for you <laughs> breakfast, lunch, dinner, made homemade soup, yeah. you know, waited on you. So, yeah. 
<laughs> when you're talking about elderberries, it reminded me of a song by Elton John. It's called Elderberry Wine. It was on the B-side of um, Crocodile yeah. Rock. Yeah, Crocodile <laughs> Rock. I love that. Oh, my God. I played that heck out of my 45. Wine. Yeah, I had yeah. the 45 also. Yeah. 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 yeah, one of his last known hits. Yeah, but it was a great song. Yeah. Oh, There's always the good the good songs that people forget on the B side of those records. That's right. Is there one yeah. called Flat Cedar Tea? I'd like to know that. Uh, <laughs> let's make let's make it a song. Yeah, let's just, you know call him, ask Barry <laughs> Toppin to write one for him. Let's hear mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Well, you hear Dr. Stately sick again. I hear. What's going on? I, I don't know. It's a little respiratory thing. I think I'm oh, okay. Okay. But I did. I did. I did a practice. I didn't. I don't feel sick. I just have this thing that sounds mm-hmm. like. I don't know. Yeah. I feel like. Um. I feel like Kathleen Turner in Body. You know, Body Double <laughs> or whatever. Body Heat. Body Heat. <laughs> body heat. There you go. Yeah, uh, body heat. That was a great movie in the eighties. <laughs> that was a great movie in the eighties. And she has like this deep, deep voice. And I was like, wow. Yeah. If I, <laughs> I, if I could come back a woman, I'm going to be that. <laughs> wow. Right on. That would be a good one. So uh, it was interesting. And I thought I heard somewhere. And of course, part of my reality is what I dream and then what I think I heard. So I'm not sure if this is true. But what I heard is that uh, a lot of people that have had COVID. Um, will not catch this COVID, and, and it's weird because Wendy did not get COVID by being really. I'm sneezing on you in the same bed, and I know. And I picked up one of his Lacroix was laying around, and I was like, "Oh, there's my Lacroix." I start drinking it, and I'm like, "Oh, it's oh. Roberts," and yeah. So <laughs> just like, oh. "Oh my god!" But I didn't get what? sick. I'm good. Yeah, that's that is good. weird. Yeah, I wonder if it's a different strain, and if you've had the earlier ones, who knows? I don't know. Let's act out, ask Doctor Stacy. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that can account for that. That can account for like such things as like when I got sick, I mostly stayed in my room. But you know, we have a small house; there could be circulation and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I stayed in the house when I get, went out of my bedroom. I wore a mask, so I was like, you know. I'm, I think I told you this already. So, like, when I'm sick, I don't want anybody, like, bothering me. Like, I just don't, like, I don't, you know, like, come check and see if I'm still breathing. And if I'm not breathing, call somebody. But other than that, just leave me alone. I'm the opposite. <laughs> I, want, I want to be a burden uh, to everyone. I'm the opposite. It's not even so much that I don't want to be a burden. I just, like, I don't, like, if I don't feel good and I'm not comfortable, I don't want to be around anybody. Oh, yeah, like, I guess right? I was and a little grouchy. Yeah, and it's not even so much that I'm miserable or I'm like a, I'm crabby or cranky or anything. I just I don't want I want to, I just want to be left alone, and yeah. You know, so, and so like you know my kids left me alone, and for the most part my cat didn't. So I was worried I was going to give COVID to my cat. Right. I was. You know, he was trying to lay by me and snuggle with me like he always did, and like sometimes he kisses me, and I was like. I'd grab him and I'd throw him off the bed and I'd be like, oh, I don't want you to get sick. And then five seconds later, you'd be back up there. And I was like, oh, gosh, I don't what's, want my baby boy to get sick. So, what's your cat's name? Boy Kitty. Boy Kitty. Actually, he was, when he was a baby, he was Boy Kitty. Now he's Kitty Man because he's two years old. Man Kitty. <laughs> man Kitty. Oh, wow. Wow. I don't know if we'll talk about that next next segment that's at all, that's but that's that's a that's cute true. story, huh? Hey, you're listening to Native Roots Radio, and it's the Monday version of Native Roots Radio with Dr. Stately and Wendy. We'll be right back. Haley and I will uh, quiz these two. We'll be right back after this short break. Please stay with us. As we gear up for the holiday season, let's prioritize the safety of our community especially our cherished elders and loved ones. As you plan your holiday gatherings, remember, whether you're young or in good health, you could still unknowingly spread COVID-19. The key to a safer celebration is getting vaccinated. The newest vaccines are authorized, effective against current variants, and FDA-approved for ages six months and up. So here's the call to action. Be a vaccinative. Protect yourself and your loved ones. 
Getting vaccinated before your holiday gatherings is a powerful way to ensure a safer and happier time for everyone. Let's honor our elders by preserving their wisdom and stories for generations to come. So be a vaccinative this holiday season. Find more information, including clinics with free vaccines at vaccines.gov. This message is brought to you in partnership with the Minnesota Department of Health. Check out AM 950's new evening lineup. At 8 p.m., we'll have a brand new version of the Rick Smith Show with limited commercial interruption. Then at 9 p.m., it's Driving at Home with Patty Vasquez. And as always, Greg Bakken caps off the evening with the best in paranormal talk with Ghost Box Radio at 10 p.m. Find our full schedule at am950radio.com. The Electric Fetus gift card sale is now through December 14th, both in the store and online. Buy $50 in gift cards and get a $10 bonus gift card, or buy $100 in gift cards and get a $20 bonus gift card. The Electric Fetus will also include a special January sale punch card with your order. The Electric Fetus is open 10 to 6 Tuesdays through Saturdays and 11 to 6 on Sundays. They're closed on Mondays. Find the Electric Fetus at 2000 South 4th Avenue in Minneapolis and at electricfetus.com. Unveil the captivating world of native photography at the Minneapolis Institute of Art. Their new exhibit, In Our Hands, Native Photography 1890 to Now, turns the camera around and puts native photographers in control, featuring hundreds of photographs captured by generations of First Nations, Métis, Inuit, and Native Americans. You'll view the world through their lens, revealing the beauty and complexity of indigenous heritage. Don't miss this incredible experience. Visit In Our Hands at the Minneapolis Institute of Art, now through January 14th. For more info, visit artsmia.org. Hi, this is Frank Brown, owner of Minuteman Press Uptown, Minnesota's only minority-owned union printing company. We have big news. We've moved to North Minneapolis. Why did you move? As a black business owner, I wanted to be part of the North Minneapolis community to provide jobs. Are there other reasons you moved there? We have bigger new equipment and outgrew the other location. What kind of new equipment do you have? We have new equipment that allows us to print quality signage and banners. We also have a new inkjet printer, printing larger sheets, improving production efficiencies. Is the new location easy to find? It's not only easy to find, it's more convenient with plenty of parking. We are now located on Washington Avenue North off I-94 and the Dowling exit. So do you still print everything? We print more than everything. We have over 175 Google reviews with a five-star rating. Call 612-870-0777 or visit mpuptown.com. That's mpuptown.com. We print everything. With a look at your AM 950 weather, I'm Patrick Lilia. Tonight, snow and patchy fog possible with a low of 28. Then Tuesday, sunshine with a high of 36. The nights are getting colder, but the music is still the hottest at Crooner's Supper Club in Fridley. Crooner's is located just north of I-694 off Highway 65 and Moorlake Drive. View their upcoming music schedules and food menus at croonersloungemn.com. Hi, this is Representative Sharice Davids from Kansas. I'm Ho-Chunk, and you're listening to Native Roots Radio. And we're back. Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake, and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by the Minnesota Indian Women's Sexual Assault Coalition. Hey, can you guys guess what time of year this is? It's, oh. it's time to sign up for Minsure. You've heard the show before. Yes, it is. It's open enrollment. Well, I thought we'd also mention your birthday coming up Wednesday, Ooh, too. Oh, my birthday. Yes. Yeah, well, I... You know, somebody said that you have a, it's a privilege to grow old. Mm-hmm. So I've always been like, oh, it's my birthday, whatever. But you know what? I'm happy to be alive. Wow. I really Aww. am. Oh, Wendy, that's a good one. Yeah. You'll take care of me when I get old. <laughs> so where can we sign up for Minsure, Haley? Yeah. <laughs> yes. So Minsure is the one-stop destination for health insurance and tax savings in Minnesota. So if you need help um, getting your plan together for the next coming year, you can go ahead and visit Minsure.org. That's mnsure.org to explore options. Hey, uh, Wendy, we have Dr. Stately here. I'm getting text here from our, our, our family here, so I was yeah. ADHD and out there. We have Dr. Stately here, and we're talking a little bit about uh, our health, and uh, Dr. Stately's a little under the weather, and then it was kind of funny that he uh, diagnosed me uh, from about 10 feet away. 
Um, it was good. Good yeah. job, Doctor Stately. With a wreath, and you're holding on to your dog. Your dog. <laughs> your dog it was an animal yeah. of some type. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you were dog. It was your dog because I was looking. I was wanting to find your see your cat. Mm-hmm. Your, oh. Our cat was cat. laying in the heated bed. Yeah. I love your cat's whiskey voice. It's very cool. <laughs> yeah. Cigarette Marlboros and whiskey, that cat yeah, sounds like yeah. a good Sultry, sultry cat. <laughs> so this has been we, we what was really cool, Dr. Stately, and I think it's great to remind people, as soon as Wendy knew that I had COVID, she wrote down uh five days. Uh, this is what you got to do, and right away made it really easy for me. And then this is what you have to do after the five days. And so, Wendy, talk about that just a bit. Well, it's the protocol not to get anybody else sick. So the day that you test positive, count it as day zero. And then the next mm-hmm. five days, stay in and isolate. Don't go out. Don't go near anybody else. And then after those five days, you can go out for five days, but wear a mask whenever you're around anybody. Nice and easy. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Five and five. Five and five. Nice and easy. Easy to remember. Well, it wouldn't have been easy for me to remember because was this day zero or day one? You had COVID green too. For you, yeah. Yeah. Easy, Haley. I heard that. Like (laughs) when I I had COVID, I didn't – I tested negative on the first day I started feeling sick and I started having symptoms. Like I said, I tested negative and then I woke up the next day and I felt worse. Cause I, if you recall, I got my, my got my COVID shot and all my COVID vaccine vaccination on Thursday and also my flu vaccine. So mm-hmm. I did the two for it. And then the next morning I came to work and I was like, oh, well, ready to open up my computer and answer, start answering emails. And then within like 20 minutes of getting to work, I was like, oh, I hit a wall. And then I was like, so I went home um, thinking like, well, maybe this is from the flu, from the shots. Maybe mm. I'm just like getting knocked down because of the shot. It's quite a bit to, you know, my arm was already starting to get sore from the flu shot. So I, I laid down and slept for about an hour and then got up and took a test and then um, negative. So I was like, oh, well, maybe this is just from the shots. And then the next day, the second day, I was like, it felt like, you know, somebody like, you know, some big ogre pushed me down on the beach and said, stay down. (laughs) (laughs) You're down for the count. And that's exactly what I did. I stayed in bed and I slept for 16 hours the first day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, but I want to just remind everybody that you cannot get COVID from the COVID vaccine. <laughs> you cannot. That's just no. coincidence. Yes. There is actually a great, uh, a significant amount of research that demonstrates this, not just with those vaccines, but with other vaccines. People are like, oh, I, got, I just got the flu shot. Like, why am I getting the flu? Well, it's all about timing, right? I probably, mm-hmm. you know, I ended up getting my vaccine when I already had been exposed to it. So it's already, and it takes a while for your body to start to respond to the, that, you know, the things that you're exposed to You're your, that feeling that you get after you get the vaccine, even if it like feels slight, like you get a slight fever and you feel a little bit ill, um, that is demonstrably different than actually getting ill. Right. Uh, and that's your body sort of generating the immune response. Like it mobilizes its little workforce to get you, ready to fight the real thing when it shows up. But if you're mm-hmm. late getting the shot and, you know, I remember thinking this is like, dang it, why did I not get that vaccine three weeks ago when I could have taken it? You know, that lady at Walmart, she said, you want to take the vaccine? And I was like, mm, I'll get it. And, you know, I work at a healthcare center. I'll do it later. You know, it's kind of, I pushed it off and didn't think about it. So no blue light uh, special for you then, huh? None whatsoever. The only blue lights I saw were the ones that I was dreaming about, and when I was in that little, um, you know, fever, feverish, you know, um, halo or thing I was in. Well, I got to give a yeah. shout out uh, to Ho Chunk Nation. I, where General Counsel was in September, and they were ready with flu shots for everybody. And yeah. I was hoping to get a COVID shot, but they were a week behind. And, were- and it is, it is really important to get your vaccines specifically for flu and also for um, COVID, but also if you're, um, if you have young, young children, get the RSV vaccine, like the, the 
we, they were just talking about this on the radio show we don't talk about. But um, <laughs> they were talking about it yesterday. They are talking about how um, hospitalization rates for, um, for both flu and RSVP are on the rise. Yeah, they're significantly and they're but they're not they're not, they're not outpacing COVID. There's actually a huge spike in COVID right now. And these are things that we want to remind everybody, all of our listeners, like these are things that we were talking about this time last year during mm. during November and December. Like it's cold outside. We start to stay indoors. We're out. We're we're not we're not having our parties outside like we do. Everything's happening inside, you know. And you aren't just sharing that punch at the Christmas party. You're also sharing germs and a bunch of other things. So, you know, do yourself a favor and get your get yourself a vaccine. It's more likely to do something. I mean, <clears throat> I always tell like I tell my own relatives and people. Um, if they ask me my opinion, I'll say like, you know, I'm going to take the 30% chance that it's going to work over the 0% chance of not having it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm going to, you know, whatever, whatever that percentage is, I'm going to go, I'm erring on the side of that. Cause I don't want to get sick. I don't enjoy being sick and I don't want my kids or anybody else in my family to get sick. So I'm going to do my part to do it. And I wasn't feeling well today, but I had a really important meeting to show up that involved that I would be around elders. I wore a mask. I wasn't, mm -hmm. you know, had a whole lot of positive symptoms, but I wore a mask during that time when I was around them because I don't want them to get sick either. Like they're vulnerable. And so, you know, um, it's all part of being a good relative, like remembering that, you know, <clears throat> you know, that you impact the well-being and health of other people, you know, right. and you should want to take care of the people that you love and that love you. And if there's complete strangers, you should still want to try to take care of them. You know, mm -hmm. you never know when, when or where that person will show up in your life and, you know, and have some demonstrable impact. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what Wendy was talking about wearing the mask and it's not for, for me or, um, for people, not for me to, I, I guess I couldn't, if I wear a mask, I won't scare the little kids, but also uh, keep uh, the elders. You could actually probably prevent scaring little kids if you wear a mask. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say that. Like, you don't, you don't want to avoid getting people, like, passing on RSV or the flu to an elder that's old that has immunocompromised and stuff like that. So it's not just about like only wear a mask if you have COVID. Wear a mask if you have any respiratory illness and you're around people that are vulnerable. Cancer patients, immunosuppressed, mm -hmm. people who don't have as strong of immune system as you do or little tiny kids that are more vulnerable. RSV is very, very dangerous to small children because they have such small little airways. So mm -hmm. a little bit of inflammation in a small airway, they're going to have difficulty breathing. And, you know, um, you know, do you want to really be the person that um, passed something like that on to your, your nephew or your niece or your own children or someone else's child? I don't think that anybody really wants to do that. So it just takes a little bit of like, you know, and it's it's not fun. Nobody is going to be like, "Yay, I want to wear a mask," you know. Right. Um, but the point is, it's like you know, do something to take care of other people. Be a good relative. That's what the creator sent you to be here. Yeah, um, and that was startling that I had COVID because that was the first time that I've had it. So I did need to be reminded of these things. Wendy was on top of it, and we talk about it here all the time but you kind of go into a denial right away that's like well let me take the test again i can't have covid and mm -hmm. i don't know it's weird yeah we used two different manufacturers of the covid uh test so we did one it came up positive and then i was like oh i have this brand also let's try that well they were both positive so that's all robert very, needed, very he needed two positive you. tests yeah that's very scientific of you but yeah <laughs> Jeez. And then Wendy never got it, which is just mind blowing because you've been really? close to me, taking care of me. Have and you, have you never water. had it, Wendy? I, you, I had it early on. I had it early on after after my first vaccine. I had it before I got my booster, I believe. Mm -hmm. um, I had it while I was in New York. So I had my first vaccine, was in New York, got COVID. 
And then that was early on. That was, what, two years ago? I was thinking it was just a year because we were there for a christening. How old is... Uh, mm. I thought, well, it's okay. Whatever. Yeah. It's, yeah. Well, yeah, I think so one of the things that's important, like I, I didn't, I got sick and went to the hospital, but it was before the vaccines were available. And right. So like, as soon as I was able to, and I kind of fudged it by a day or two, I think I was like, I'm getting this vaccine as quickly as I possibly can. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be bad again. I didn't want to be in the hospital ever again. Yeah. And I got my vaccines and my boosters. And then I went from that period. So I basically went like three whole years and never got it again until November of 23. And so, and I think it's a reminder that like the virus mutates and it gets, you know, changes and stuff like that. But I probably was only sick for a couple of days. Would have been demonstrably different if I hadn't had a vaccine, I think. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Hey, Dr. Stately, thanks a lot for coming on and I hope you feel better. It's always great to check in and uh, just have our nice little conversation that we have and, uh, and it's uh, serious now because COVID's back and we're all being inside and things like that. So we have to remind our friends out there listening that uh, be vigilant. Mm-hmm. Keep up, man. All right. Great to see you, Dr. Stately. Up next, Wendy with our sacred animal section. Woo! Yeah. We'll be right back. This is Native Ritz Radio Presents I'm Awake. Stay with us. I'm Claudia with Minsure, Minnesota's official health insurance marketplace. With Minsure, you can compare health plans from multiple companies and get free help from a trusted expert. Whatever health plan you choose with Minsure, it's guaranteed to cover essential benefits so you can get the care you need. See if you qualify for discounts available only through Minsure. If you need quality, comprehensive health insurance, get started now at Minsure.org. Minnesota has the only original wolf population in the continental United States. And 80% of Minnesotans believe the wolf should be protected. Howling for Wolves is asking Minnesotans to respect our true wildlife manager, the wolf. Their survival is critical to our ecosystems, our communities, and even our economy. As highly intelligent animals with strong social bonds, Minnesota wolves deserve to be protected and admired. Learn more at howlingforwolves.org. Let's Let's live live and and let let howl. howl. One year ago, I was in the accident, which nearly killed me. The last year has been a lot of work recovering, and positivity has been a key. Staying positive, I no longer refer to the accident as an accident, but rather the day my Toyota Sienna from Rudy Luther Toyota saved my life. That's a factual statement, and the main reason why I'll always own one for the rest of my life. Some places will talk about auto safety, but I'm a living example of why you and your family can trust a Toyota from Rudy Luther Toyota. Go test drive one today and try the hybrids. They're fantastic. Rudy Luther Toyota on 394 in Golden Valley. You're listening to Native Roots Radio. This is Spirit from Reservation Dogs. Get up and listen. Welcome back to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake and this is Robert Pilot. This portion of the show is supported by Howling for Wolves, protecting wolves for future generations. Hey, I want nice. to inter- thank you. I want to introduce my awesome and beautiful wife, Wendy. Wendy's been an animal advocate for many years, and I just played uh, played a recording that uh, I was on TV seven years ago, and so in another month or two, it'll be seven years that we've been on wow. uh, on the radio. Woo. On January first, it was uh, when we started going. Haven't off yet. Yeah, we keep on changing the times and when we're on, so people... No, I'm just kidding. Keep it fresh. <laughs> keep it fresh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Hey, so uh, we had you on Friday, so we got, we're got we overworking you right now, but mm-hmm. I appreciate you coming on. No problem. Hey, everybody. My name is Hanaji Hihani. That means cares for them. I was given that name by my Dega Curtis. Curtis goes by Mashke Hanajinga, which means walks on white clouds. I'm a humane policy volunteer leader for the Humane Society of the United States, and I work on animal issues at the local and state level. So today I was at the vet bringing Lucy in for her weekly sub-Q fluids. Yeah, Mm -hmm. our little Lucy cat. 
Um, she's doing okay. She's holding her own. She's 17. She has kidney failure, and that's mm. why she has her fluids, but she's doing okay. But I was talking to a woman in the waiting room who had um, her cat there, mm-hmm. and it was a young cat, only six months old, and she just adopted it from oh. the feline uh, rescue center in St. Paul. Oh, wow. Yeah, and she said she has two cats at home. One one cat's old and crabby and doesn't really want to play with our other cat that she has, but mm. her other cat wants to play, so she got it a playmate. And oh. they play, they're playing just beautifully. They're getting along great. They're grooming each other. And the other cat that she had before is just so happy oh. that she has a little buddy now. And then the older cat, who's kind of crabby, just is fine being alone and you know cuddling with her human and just doing that so that's great but i think um usually what happens is a lot of people decide on getting cats and dogs and and pets for their for christmas and Uh. for christmas gifts and i think that's okay as long as you really think about it i mean a cat is at least listen we got we adopted lucy when she was five months old and she's 17 now so that's a long commitment you know, if you move, you take your cat. If you, you know, you just take your cat. That's a long time to have an animal. So it's, it's a really long commitment. So just be sure that you want that commitment. They're not disposable. You know, a lot of people will get dogs during um, the holidays and then they don't want to really put in the work to train them. Uh, you know, dogs don't come with notions on how to go potty and how to walk on a leash and you know how to behave they just don't you know, they have to be taught that so um, just really just give it a lot of thought because what happens is you know the end of January February March the shelters are fill up with the, all the dogs and cats yeah. that people got for the holidays that they say oh well, I made yeah. a mistake now so whatever yeah and bunnies Easter and, Easter, and Christmas I know, bunnies. I know. It's uh, not. Those are a long time commitment too. Right. Bunnies live a long time. Yeah. They're not a thing. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I have some animal facts here. Oh. And it is uh, five reasons why you should adopt two kittens instead of just one. You did that. Yes. We got Tommy and well, they Snowball. Were cats. Those were big cats. Oh. You know, adult cats. We adult, We just adopted two of them. To be buddies. Yeah. Well, one kitten can become lonely and bored, Aww. like I was just talking about that woman's cat. Two kittens will keep each other entertained and keep each other company. Aww. Having two kittens is very amusing to watch. <laughs> Yep. With a buddy, they'll have fewer behavioral issues. Oh. Yeah. And you'll save two lives instead of one. But I want to make a correction on that. You're really saving four lives if you adopt two kittens. So you adopt the two kittens and you're saving their lives. Mm -hmm. But you're making space for two more kittens to come into the rescue. So you're really saving four lives. So Mm, Yeah. Yeah. So you should really get two kittens. Together. And that goes for dogs too, right? I think so, yes, to get two dogs. I do, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know, I always say this, you know, I was walking Wanda tonight. We're doing really good with her training. I talked about this on Friday, how we're training her to be less reactive when she sees people and other dogs, and she's working really, really well. In fact, it was... um Robert took her out for a walk for the first time since yeah, with the uh, new rules, with the new rules and the new uh, treats and the yeah. new um, training because he had COVID, so he hasn't been out. But I kind of told Robert, you know, just do this and this and this. And Hold. <laughs> and then Robert, tell everybody what happened when you took Wanda. Well, we didn't see any dogs, which I was really happy. But then all of a sudden, on the way back, we saw a loose dog—a loose dog in the neighborhood, probably well trained. But mm-hmm. still, yeah, you never know. His dog might be coming. So it was about—I don't know—a hundred yards away, maybe a little more. Mm-hmm. And I walked Wanda across the street, and then the dog went across the street, and I went. And Wanda was pulling on the leash, and I knew what that meant. And I she said, was "Wanda, getting wound up." I said, Wanda, and I gave her some treats, and she was like gobbling it up and sitting and looking at me and not paying attention to the dog. Mm -hmm. And then the dog, I mean, it was maybe a minute, but still seemed like a long time in Wanda time that she paid attention to me. And then it was like, oh, cool, we can walk on because the dog was gone and 
she didn't freak out. Yeah, normally she, she would go ballistic. Yeah. Really, it's if it's the very least even, barking like a not, fool. Not even putting it mildly. Yeah. I've talked about this before also on the show. When we uh, walk our dogs, I always let Wanda sniff a lot. Um, And it's really important to let your dog sniff. So it's not really the amount of walking that you're doing that's important for your dog. It's letting them sniff that's important, Mm -hmm. right? Dogs see the world through their noses. Slow scent sniffing walks let your dog absorb and process all the scents. It gives you insight to their behaviors, Um, mentally and physically stimulating. It decreases their heart rate, decreases their stress levels, and improves their behavior. Um, And it's not your walk. It's their walk. Right. Right? And that's a really good reminder because I – I'm thinking, hey, I'm going to take the dog and get exercise mm-hmm. where it's like, no, this is the dog's time if I want to exercise. Or, yeah. But the dog does – our dog walks faster than I normally would, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Yeah, she's she not quick. She's a little, little Shih Tzu. She's only a little nine pounds. Yeah, she's like crazy walking fast. Yeah. Loves it. And that's – loves it. And here's the top ten reasons to adopt a black dog. Did oh. you know that black dogs are the least adopted dog in the shelter? What? No. Yeah, they are. Yeah, black dogs are the least I think they're cool adopted. Looking. Yeah. So uh, black dogs are easy to find in the snow. <laughs> they absorb heat, perfect for cuddling on cold winter day. Yeah, give me that dog. Yeah. Black dogs make you look thin. <laughs> <laughs> they are awesome at evening games of hide and seek. Black dogs never look dirty. <laughs> True. Black dogs will go with all of your black outfits. They look presentable on any formal occasion. Black hair is invisible on your black winter coat. Black is timeless and never goes out of style. (laughs) They are just as loyal, sweet, and loving as all the other dogs. If considering adoption... Give them a chance because they are often overlooked. They are, yeah. I have a black dog, and she sheds a lot. So I, I, I agree. If you wear all black, it doesn't show up. Exactly. (laughs) I know. I didn't. I mean, when we had our all our cats, we had five animals at one time. We had three cats and three cats and two dogs, and they all shed. So we would be like, if we bought furniture, oh, that's that fabric's not good. We have to get this fabric, right? Or what you're wearing or, you know, we would tell people, hey, if you're coming over, don't wear black because yeah. everything would get all over them. So, yeah. Then eventually we just never invited anybody over. Yeah. And then eventually we didn't really care if everyone got full of cat hair. <laughs> right. Good for you for coming over. Right on. Hey, thanks, Dr. Stately, for stopping in. Wendy, Peeny Gigi, th- thanks for coming in and giving us Fun Facts Friday on Monday. Sure. Haley, thanks for producing. As always, you've been listening to Native Roots Radio presents I'm Awake. We're still here. We are the seventh generation. Free Leonard Peltier. Now. Now. Now.